there's so many instances in life where you start out poor at something or deficient in some way, but as time goes on, you get better and better and better at it. Isn't it funny that's not the slightest bit true about humanity? Welcome to Switching Lenses, a podcast that attempts to break down cultural assumptions and then view those from a biblical lens. I'm Josh Phillips, joined as always by Shane Skirvin. Shane, doing okay over there, man? Yep, doing great. You're not in here in studio with me. No, no, but I'm close though, not too far away. Yeah, you're not. You're not too far. You're not. I mean, I'm used to being you being just a couple feet away from me, but now we're actually trying to do a, a remote podcast. You're in a different location. You're not. You're not here in the Switching Lenses studios. These grand, nice awesome studios which is actually my kids playroom with a bunch of toys around it right but that's okay we're gonna we're, we're gonna this will be the this will be the new norm so yes yeah we're gonna keep doing this way I, th- I think it sounds good i think we're ready to go you ready to do this yep all right okay you can always reach us on twitter at lenses switching with any kind of comments or critiques or any kind of anything you want to leave with us your thoughts about our our podcast we would love to hear anybody's thoughts about them possibly even address them on the podcast Okay, well, Shane, we're in the middle of a series. We just started this last week. Uh, we're we're starting a series called, or we're, we're continuing a series called "Answering the Atheist," and we're taking common critiques, common uh, criticisms of the Bible, namely, but also of Christianity in general, and we're addressing those. We're gonna we're gonna take them. Um, we're finding specific ones that were that we think are pretty common among atheists, and we're gonna give our response to. Uh, those accusations and those critiques. So we're right in the middle of that. Now, Shane, we uh, we're kind of doing this backwards a little bit, aren't we? Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about um, the law. We when hearing a lot of uh, a lot of critiques from atheists, a lot of them seem to center around Old Testament scripture, namely the law, the Mosaic law. And yeah, we started. Target. Yeah, yeah. And we started that last week. We actually handled uh, one of those specific ones. And after talking this week and planning this episode out, we thought, you know what, um, maybe we should handle, sort of address the law in general first before we start getting the specific ones. Maybe we should have already done that the previous episode, which we probably should have. But so today our, our goal really is we're going to address the law because we think if, if we can, if everybody can understand like the purpose of the law, why it was in place and everything, that might be able to handle some of these critiques and accusations uh, a little better, I think, don't you, Shane? I yeah, mean, yeah, absolutely. You have to look at it. Uh, you can't just look at it specifically. At some point, you you have to trace it back to the whole and look at it in context. Because otherwise, when you're looking at these individual uh, questions, sometimes you can completely lose context of of what, why the law was given. Right, right. It's, it's very important. And so kind of the strategy we, we talked about is in handling this is we thought, okay, what are some of the common misconceptions that people have of the law that leads to these accusations and these uh, critiques and criticisms of Old Testament scripture and the, and the Mosaic law? What are, what are some of the the misconceptions, the general misconceptions? And I thought we thought maybe you know like let's 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 look at it from that way. Let's approach it that way, and then answer that within that context. Let's approach the law and explain the law within that context, as opposed to getting into all the little intricacies of the law. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. so what we thought we'd do, uh, we kind of, we kind of came up with two, two common misconceptions. And, uh, the first one is that many people, when they, when they quote the Mosaic law, they quote these old Testament scriptures, 
they seem to have an idea that this is a rule book for not well not just Christians but uh, Judaism as well, right? Yeah. So, so it's not just Christianity, um, but it's seen as a rule book, and they look around, they look at modern Christianity today, and say, well, they can you know pick and choose a couple of things. They will you know I don't really see anybody following these particular commands yet you say that the bible is like your guidebook that you live live by this that all your truth is found within this book so why would you not be living by this law i think that's one kind of misconception is that it's like a it's like a rule book well in the old testament um it is a, a bigger per percentage or ratio it's actually a big section of the bible as a whole so it's this idea that the majority of the, what, like you said, they take that a step farther and, and say like, well, the, so then the majority of this rule book, you're not even using, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's how it looks. Yeah. 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 If you look, if you, if yeah, the people that know that, that, yeah, that the, the Old Testament makes up quite a bit of the Bible. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's one is, that's one misconception that we want to, that all of our answers today, that's part of the context we want to address it in. Uh, the other one would be, is sort of the um, where people look at some of the the, the punishments and uh, in the words of an atheist, like harsh treatments or extremely harsh treatments uh, as a result of not following some of these laws. Um, a lot of atheists would say, "Well, a lot of this, a lot of these acts, they're the, these these punishments, they're they're sick, they're unjust, they're grotesque." Like this is this is immoral. Right? That's what they're getting at, right? Yeah, there, yeah. Are, this is immoral. Yeah. This is not how things should be done. Uh, and it's to the point, like we addressed this last week, that some people would say, oh, I think the Bible is harmful for today. That this is this is harmful to society. The people that follow this, which is a whole other issue that we got into last week. But, that, but, that, but the point is that they say a lot of this is immoral within their own moral system, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Which break, breaking two, two of their own rules. One is that there is no law that you can uh, absolute moral values. And the second thing is, is that you can never take another culture's values and judge a different culture with those values. Yeah. You know, the, uh, all of modern anthropology, they would never say you can take modern standards and judge another culture, either ancient or just outside of your own culture and another part of uh, our globe and say that you can judge them by them. Right. So there, it, it, is, it is weird because, uh, I mean, literally breaking two cardinal postmodern views mm-hmm. to, to make this critique. But anyways, anyway. <laughs> oh, rabbit trail there. Yeah. Yeah. And we addressed some of that last week. Yeah. Or last, yeah. last week's podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So Shane, you ready to do this? You ready to yeah. yep. attack this? So we, we thought kind of the first, uh, I think the, the best way to handle this, and we can kind of, I mean, you can do back and forth on this a little bit, is we think it'd be important first to establish you know what led to the what led to the law being established in the first place? Like, what were all the events within the biblical narrative that led to that? So, Shane, why don't you why don't you start us off? Uh, well, yeah. So, when we look at it, we see in the in the biblical narrative, we see a family that is um, brought to a, a family is given a promise that one day that through this family's bloodline that there'll be a redeemer, um, a Messiah, someone that will come and change uh, the the whole dynamic of God's relationship to earth through one person. So that's the promise given to this family. And we, this, could, we could even start before, before that, couldn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to take it all the way to the, take it all the way to the garden? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
good good point. I was starting it with uh, Israel's uh, relationship to the law, but you're right. Okay, so if we go to all the way back to the garden, we see God's original plan for man was for him to co-rule on the earth. So he created man and woman to uh, co-rule uh, earth. That was our dominion given to us right. uh, in relationship with him. Then we see um, a rebellion that man takes part in uh, fracturing that relationship with God, which is huge. Yes, that's huge. Yes. That's yes. I mean, life as they knew it completely changed. It wasn't just a minor thing. In fact, if you don't view your life and human history through the lens of the fall, you will never get it right because you will always have this idea that things are supposed to be good, which they are, but then that they're, they're never. Uh, they don't. All, they don't live up to that that right picture that we all feel and so if you you will constantly be frustrated constantly be looking for utopia and uh, if you get that part wrong right i mean mm -hmm. you're going to go off the tra tracks every time wouldn't yeah. you say josh yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah i mean and too like i mean to another point to that <clears throat> was that i mean everything everything changed not i mean within within humanity and even the whole earth as it's itself Yes. All creation, like every, like it was, it was such a monumental moment in time that everything had changed in a very profound way. Think yeah, that's that's a, that's a good uh, point to remember. Is it wasn't just our relationship with God that changed; our relationship to each other changed. Yes, and our and the earth itself, uh, and we would say actually the universe itself was fundamentally changed with the fall. Right. Yeah, that that's a that's a great point. And uh, to be more specific, not to get too much on a tangent on this too, but you know, like the actual um, wrong that was done was taken from the tree with the knowledge of good and evil. I think a lot of people like to think of that narrative as, and again, I don't want to rabbit trail too much here, but it was more like God created something, uh, something that was wrong and said, let's see if you'll just be wrong, be bad. You know, I'm just going to see if you'll be bad and, and make a mistake. I'm, I'm trying, in other words, I'm going to see if I can set you up for failure. See if you'll, you'll, you'll pass with this, but it really wasn't that really. I mean, it was saying this is the knowledge. Think about the knowledge of good and evil. They evidently didn't have that previously. And yeah. another way of putting it too, if you want to put it more specifically, I think is is humanity um, deciding what's right and what's wrong on their own terms, playing God essentially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Saying that wouldn't that change your relationship if you're going to say, well, from now on, I'm actually going to play the part of God. Yeah. I mean, that kind of damages your relationship with God if you're saying, uh, I'm actually going to play both parts. Completely. And me and you, Shane, we've talked about this. We say, this is really the foundation of every sin throughout the Bible. Everything. It's all founded on this idea that I know what's, what's best. I know what's right. Translation, I'm going to be God. I'm going to decide what's right and what's wrong. And Which... Which is pretty wild because if you, you think of every person knows that they were created. So everyone knows that there was something else. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go within the biblical worldview, you're gonna say, by definition, I was created by something else. That energy was given to me for me to have existence. So you are seizing control of whatever begotten you, right? Right. Where, where, wherever you started, you're saying, Okay, at this point, I'm my hands are on the reins. My yeah. hands are at the rudder. I am the captain of my own fate, right? 
Yeah. And, that, and it just profoundly changes the, re the rest of the course of humanity from there. So when we're thinking, when we're, when we're pointing towards the law, in, in this case, you know, we're kind of keeping that in the back of our mind a little bit. This is what human nature is doing. Human nature is constantly redefining good and evil throughout. As, and as, as you go, through, if, we, if we progress through this further, you know, uh, humanity has gotten horribly rebellious at this point, yeah. redefining yeah. everything, wanting to be like God, even building a tower to <laughs> reach up to him and, you know, and sort of exalt themselves with what they've, what they've accomplished. And this all, of course, leads to the flood. Oh, God. Uh, go, yeah, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great point. It leads to a uh, humanity at, at some point becomes so, so the biblical narrative talks about there was humans that um, saw that they needed that relationship with God. There's humans that completely turned their back on God and said, uh, there's no place. If I'm God, there's no place for a God. Right. Right, and so uh, you see humanity divided very quickly, as uh, the biblical narrative says, into two camps, into people that that was the question that divided humanity is what is your relationship to God? But then, unfortunately, a terrible tragedy happens when that becomes all of, of virtually almost all of humanity except for uh, one man, right? Yep, and his family. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly appears that way according according to the narrative. Yeah, yeah. So and, then, yeah, and it's crazy yeah, to to really to really read through that beginning of Genesis is how wicked humanity really was. And so it wasn't like they were just kind of somewhat missing the mark. I mean, they were failing miserably. That was hell on earth. Yes, and there's, so there's this enormous problem between man and God that is not resolved in the slightest. In uh, the slightest, no. no in fact, it, it's gone the other way, right? Yeah, there's yeah. the gap, and the gap. I mean, I don't want to say it keeps widening. Uh, it might, it, it could appear that way. Yeah, but I mean, once there, once sin entered, the, the the gap was already created. But still, yeah, I mean, these people, they they were turned, their hearts were going cold. They were turning away from God and really trying to, again, like we said, do define things on their own terms. Well, you know, and and before we think that this is all uh, an abstract or ancient story, I mean, how else would you describe the Holocaust? How else would you describe uh, the 20th century, the bloodbath that it has been? You know, uh, mm -hmm. we talk about 100 million people killed by um, atheistic regimes. I mean, we, you know, so this this is not something that is abstract to us. We can see these patterns even in, in uh, modern times. Yeah, and not not to rabbit trail too much here with what you're saying, but isn't it reasonable to think that? Because I was thinking about this earlier this week, so I'm throwing throwing a wrench into our our plan here. But like, <laughs> you know, you know, Shane, like if you're if you're at a job and you first start out, you know, you're, you're probably not very good at it, more than likely. You know, if you're if you're it's like your first time in that that particular field. But as time goes on, you get better and you get better and you get better and better at your job. As time goes on, um, you know, if you're a parent, it's very possible you're a lousy parent. When you first start the kid, but it's reasonable to think, you know, the longer you go, no, maybe not everybody, but you know, most people, like a lot of people, you become you a better and better parent. You better, you have more experience and things like that. There's so many instances in life where you start out poor at something or deficient in some way, but as time goes on, you get better and better and better at it. Isn't it funny? That's not the slightest bit true about humanity. And you, you can look all throughout <laughs> history. It's not the slightest bit true. You would think logic would say, yeah. or rationality would say that as we progress and as we've learned from other people, our ancestors, and we've, we've heard these stories of people, and like we've heard all these mistakes made, you think we would learn from that. But we don't. 
Yeah, like 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 uh, moral progress. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just in the Holocaust, not that long ago. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, how did that happen? If 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 that were true, if we if we really were learning and we were really quote progressing, why are we why are we same, making the same mistakes over and over and over all throughout history, not really gaining any ground? Okay, yes. sorry, I'm done rabbit trailing. There we go. I just well, well, but jump I mean, on your point there. But when we see progress in other areas like technology, um, uh, a law, economy, you know, all these yeah, uh, yeah. areas where things improve, it is it is pretty amazing that we don't see uh, not one iota of moral progress. Yeah. It's, yeah. Really, it's really odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so, that that's a great point. Okay, so we'll, we'll keep we'll pick up where we left. So the flood happens, and lots of creation is wiped out. And yes. it's, it's God's almost almost starting over in a way. Like you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna work through you, Noah, and your descendants, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we and, see that. So so Noah being the man that survived. Uh, yes. In the his judgment. Family. Yeah. In his family, and then a, a starting over of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And even well, not to get too too much into this, but even things with Noah don't go great. There's the. The moment in the tent. We won't talk about that though, but uh, <laughs> that's not the point. But but we as we progress, so it's when camping can go wrong. Is that yes, what you're, yeah. yes, very much so. So uh, I'm gonna let you pick up here because this is where you started. We go. Yeah. We, move, we move to Abraham. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is that um, so to to take an idea from the garden immediately after the fall, there God when He showed up to uh, assess the situation and pronounce a, a judgment. Um, just, just, I mean, starting with that narrative, this is how God's character always remains the same, is he always, uh, when there is a judgment from a moral law, he always provides a way back. He always provides a solution. And he said that, okay, one day um, there'll be a descendant that will fix this situation. Like there was a promised um, redeemer, a promised savior that's going to come through the bloodline of Adam and Eve to restore mankind to his position of co-ruling the co-ruling the earth in right relationship with him. Right. That's a, that's a really beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I mean, what other hope? We can't live without hope. All of us, whether if we, you know, we see in. I see so much in culture that uh, all of us are looking for a better life. All of us are looking. There's something in mankind that is always looking for uh, a utopia, always looking for an improvement. I, I, I think it's something that's latent in, in all of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's a beautiful picture, right? That right. we all <clears throat> look for. Yeah. Right. And okay. So, so God is going to establish a line through Abraham these are going to be well, his people. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so that uh, uh, that original promise given to the descendants uh, uh, from given to Adam and Eve for their human descendants, that promise is confirmed in the man Abraham that God picks, saying, "Hey, you're going to be the one that's going to inherit this promise that is going to come through you, but it's going to be for the entire world." We never want that lose sight of that picture of when we talk about the law or we talk about Israel, this is for all of humanity, right? Right. Very the true. Promise. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point yeah. to bring up. Yeah. It's, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so um, so we had the whole Abrahamic line. All right. We're going Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and eventually this, this, this group of people 
makes their way to Egypt. Yeah. Without, without getting into the whole story, but through, through Joseph, yeah. God's people, they, they make their way to Egypt. At and, this point, there are several dozen. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're living there. They're living there fine, right? And then mm-hmm. they're multiplying, they're multiplying, they're multiplying, multiplying. They're getting bigger, 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 bigger. And now this puts uh, insecurity within the heart of within Pharaoh. And he says to enslave them. Yeah, because be this, yeah, in in this point there is uh, you see a progression in mankind where they have progressed from families and clans into nations, which uh, they start to view themselves and identify with a nation, and so um, uh, these uh, people of the promise, these um, Hebrews, are uh, viewed as outsiders. Right? These are people that are distinct and separate from the Egyptian culture. Right. So they're viewed as what? An enemy, right? A threat or a threat. A threat. Yeah. Pharaoh, the, 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 the scriptures seem to imply that yes, he was threatened by their large numbers. Mm -hmm. And there could be more separateness. And their separateness. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there could have been other factors too into that possibly. Like what do you mean? mean? I mean, this is okay. This is just pure Josh's opinion on this. Uh, It just, it could have been like, it could have been something maybe more economic, like, yeah, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind them being here, but what if we enslaved them? Oh, our production could really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what if we did that? And then our, then we could really be, because they were, they were a pretty productive society. Like they were this, they were probably the center of, of civilization, right? Egypt? Uh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Strongest nation on earth at this point. I mean, yeah. and man's never satisfied with any level of power or success. So it's yeah. reasonable to think like, hey, we could actually get, even stronger and more more fruitful. Yeah, that's a great Maybe. point. Not yeah, well, not just put these people who I'm afraid of under my thumb, but to profit from it, right? Yeah, just a guess, just my yeah. guess. No, I, I've, I've always thought that. Well, he did <laughs> enslave them, right? I mean, to your point. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's reasonable. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get this a bit long. Uh, we're doing a whole lot of setup here. Uh, so, <laughs> so they're enslaved. Moses is called out by God. I mean, we're, we're not going to get to all the. The whole the whole narrative, but Moses comes along with Aaron, the plagues. Pharaoh finally lets the people go, lets the people go. They go in the Red Sea, you know, Israel's saved. And here they are, they're being taken to the promised land, this land that God has said, I'm gonna take you to, you're gonna be bountiful, you'll be fruitful here. This amazing place. And on their way there, they come to Mount Sinai. Shane, I'm gonna turn it over to you here. Yeah, well, I, I think it's really important never to view the law, just like we're saying you can never view the Hebrew nation apart from that promise that they had that was for the entire world. You can never view the law outside of its context, which God said, hey, I saved you. I've You've gone from being a family with a promise to a nation with a promise. And uh, two of the major characteristics of a nation are language and boundaries. And so as God is establishing uh, this family into a nation, he gives them a written code. Uh, he, he codifies their tradition and expounds on it. Uh, no doubt this uh, family was respo- uh, had an oral tradition they were handing down, father to son, like you said. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to be a written um, as uh, their numbers have grown and they're inheriting an actual place. Hey, well, well, in all fairness, both, really. It's oral and written. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
but that yes that's true um that, so just, just in case somebody took it that way i just want to cl- make, yeah. clarify that yeah to this day uh rabbis say there's the oral law and the written law right right and so um I think it's really important to see that this law has been given uh, to this family as they become a nation, and it's meant to uh, establish their entire identity and culture, which the word root word of culture is cult, which is uh, uh, belief. So it's that their whole um, identity and culture is going to be wrapped up in what happens at Sinai. Uh, what's ratified and codified at Sinai, which uh, the foundation is that promise, right? That's been given. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at the law in the context of this is a people group that are going to become the uh, people group that's going to bring a blessing to the entire world. So I I think it's important that we don't just pull this law out and uh, do a bumper sticker uh, slogan uh, like the atheists do, but we look at the rich history surrounding the law and the context of the law, right? Right, right. Yeah. What's simple, right? We're talking about something that was, at this point, what is this, 3,000 years ago? Was this law? Oh. Gosh, I would say, I think the law at this point, it's-, it's I thought it was older than that, but well, I, could, I could be wrong. I, I believe at this point it's three, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, but thousands of years ago, right? right. There we go. So yes. there's there's a rich complexity and- thousands of years in history and generations. And uh, if you're just going to take a side shot at it, um, uh, a, a drive-by attack on it, I mean, I, I think you do a real disservice to to all this history and culture that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Well, well, if, well, let, well let's get yeah, into that. Let's get into that. That's, yeah. uh, that and that's really the, the central question of this podcast episode. Uh, we just, all this previously was just to set it up, just establish the story like this is wh- why the law is being put in place. Well, actually, we're getting to that. But this is what led everything, all the events that led up to the law. Like, so you you can listen to everything we just said, and you can read it yourself. This is the state of humanity before the law. Now let's get into the central question, Shane, and is what was the ultimate purpose of the law? Yeah, yeah. It, and let's get into we have, we we have a couple of these. We'd like to a couple of purposes. I'll, I'll let you start off, then I'll I'll jump in after you. Okay. Well. Um... So, uh, so if we're looking at this, such a big complex subject, it really but, is. There's there's a lot of elements to this, but let's let's maybe maybe we'll talk first about. Um, and you kind of hinted this already is sort of um, God giving this law to this group of people. Like you said, there could be a nation. This is different. This is different. Yeah. God's people has haven't been a nation at this point. Yeah. It's, right. It's and so it's it's. The law in this case was ne- it was necessary to have this in order to establish um, a nation that um, does not live in chaos or anarchy that has order into it that will be lasting. It yes. has to be multi generation. It has to be something strong. When you, you know when you build skyscrapers, they go way down before they ever start building up. They go multiple stories deep, 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 deep. But and that will show you how high it's going to go. And so we see. Uh, with the law, we see a depth that is meant to last for thousands of years. And so, I mean, it's multifaceted. You see uh, within this, you see ceremonial laws, which relate to their worship and what they believe. You see civil laws, which are laws for daily living, um, practical, wise restraints on behavior so people can live in the same community. Yeah. Uh, you see uh, moral laws which are direct commands from God that 
are meant to be the actual bedrock of their society, which by the way, when we say this, I, I do think it's really important to, to mention, we're not talking about something that is um, specific to like a religious belief. We're talking about the varied laws. When we refer to the bedrock, the 10 commandments, the 10 commandments have the most successful nations on earth have been based on the 10 commandments. I mean, the, the, if you, by every ranking of, corruption um of of uh financial transparency of freedom it's it's a fact that every one of those nations it's 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 if how well they reflect the 10 commandments so i mean we we're looking we're talking about something that is is as you've pointed out in the last podcast is always a theocracy well, that's going to wrap us up for today. Actually, Shane and I were going really long on this podcast. It ended up being an hour. So we decided to go ahead and cut it off right here. And we'll pick up on here on the next episode. We'll continue this discussion on the law. So we're going to go and wrap this episode up for today. Remember, you can always reach us at Lenses Switching on Twitter. Feel free to hit us up on there. And Shane, it was great podcasting with you. Yeah, always a pleasure, Josh. And we will see you guys next time. Adios.